what's up, y'all? This is T Nasty. I'm Creamer. And we are Run, Run the, the Fools. Fools. We just recorded a podcast. We're going to give you some dates now. Y'all ready for this shit? Uh, my dates. This is all me doing stand-up April 20th. If you're, if you're listening to this on the day of, I got a show 8 p.m. at Brentwood Social House. Uh, come check it out. April 23rd uh, at the Craftsman Bar on Cesar Chavez, 8 p.m. Got another stand-up show. Improvised stand-up April 27th at the Fallout Theater. That's just going to be hot. What time? 8 p.m.? Uh, May 4th, uh, show at the Fallout Theater, 9 p.m. May 5th, Chortle Portal. Uh, is a hot show, 9 p.m. Uh, it's at uh, the the Taos Co-op mm-hmm. uh, on Guadalupe in the basement. It's weird, but it's fucking dope. Yeah. I've got a couple of dates for y'all. Uh, May 12th from noon to 5, somewhere in there, I am competing in the annual 41st annual O. Henry pun-off. I am in both events, both oh. pun-slingers and best of show of course you are so i've got a one of those is like pre-written puns one of those is they give you a topic make a pun on it uh may 31st uh 8 30 p.m at cold town theater a troop of mine bric-a-brac has a show uh check that out and also as always june 22nd through 24th hideout 48 hour marathon come see t nasty come see me come see uh lindsey a uh, friend of the pod uh, and a bunch of other funny people, some of whom we might have on. In, Probably some soon-to-be friends yeah. of the pods. Also, uh, Austin Secrets is going on also at the Hideout Theater, 8 p.m. on Saturdays, April 21st and April 28th. Those are the last two showings. I'll be in them, so come check it out. Also, uh, Saturdays, May and June, I am in a Sexy Future Space Lady at the Hideout Theater, the next main stage, the one after Austin Secrets, uh, improvised narratives inspired by Barbarella. Also, your boy advanced in FPIA, so I'm going to have a semifinals that's coming up here. I don't know when, but uh, check the Cap City Comedy calendar because I'll be on that shit. Yeah, then that's it for me. That's it for me, y'all. Listen to this podcast. It's just me and P, but it's fucking great. You can, you can cut that out. Ugh. Here's the show. I just want to start off with a rap. Yeah. Happy 420, everybody. Happy 420. Wait. When is 420? Is it Tomorrow. Friday? Oh, well, it's today. It's today. When this episode comes out. Possibly yesterday. Hey. Who knows? We all lose track of time when we're blazing. It's amazing. We're gonna do this every day because it's crazy. And we're lazing all on the couch, but we ain't no slouch. Gonna do this because we're about anything that we get all of the munchies because we just want to put some stuff in our mouths. When I was in the 12th grade, I hung out with my boy Ray. We went to his house for school, it was early release day. Then we went up and then he said, you want some green? Put that shit in my brain, smoke on my lips and then I'm seeing things. Sitting here, sitting it, just rolling up boobies. Talking it's like Shaggy and Scooby, cause we're just watching them in a movie. Or is it tunes? Talking them cartoons, yeah. Whether it's Saturday morning or yeah, maybe we're just getting a little blaze. Cause we are horny, yeah, we're zoning. Bitch, it looks like you got spunk. How would you puff of this blunt? How about you put it in, like right deep in under your lungs? Oh yeah, you fucking feelin' smoke. Oh yeah, you fucking feelin' all the high. Oh, you are a girl, I'm a guy. Let me get up in between your thighs. We're just smoking to get a little bit glad, not be mad or sad. Cause we'll be smoking up all of the flower herb or we dab. Like we're taking all of the dabs, put a little bit of that oil. Yeah, we're just taking some time to be good to ourselves after this toil. Uh. I really don't care for smoking. I just don't think that is what's up. The one time you will see me with some weed if you see me trying to fuck. Cause everyone that is a. T- Cause everyone knows it feels better Uh, cause we be eating them edibles, yeah Whether they're medical or just indelible Cause we love them permanently When we got a man and we're felon It's like, uh, but not with the felony Cause we're just doing this to get the melody I'm talking like we are harmonizing It's surprising when we doing this, yeah Cause we gotta be, uh Hey, I'm about to touch myself Cause I'm so horny But if I don't got weed, huh It's just boring that's why I'm working on the puff puff, man. Let me get a little bit of that gummy. Oh yeah, then I will stroke, stroke, stroke. Then I got a handful of that gummy. Uh, if you're offering me a joint, well I wanna. Uh, yeah, cause we ain't talking rolling backy. I'm talking marijuana. Uh, yeah. 
Cause it is like, uh, I am the Spider-Man to that MJ I'ma do this, I'm running on empty I'ma do this, whatever them say I'm like Spider-Man, and you like Mary Jane Cause I want Mary Jane, wanna smoke shit every day Oh, shoot my web off in the hay, in the hair, and everywhere What the fuck am I even saying right there? I'm confusing Mary Jane with the weed Oh man, I'm smoked too much, I'm on my knees like if you're offering them edibles and the smoke, I'm like, mm, either or. Man, doesn't matter, cause I got that madness. Reefer or, uh, what's it gonna be? Yeah, little bit of puff puff. Pass, doing what we can, cause we don't want any of that rough stuff. Man. My niggas from the Boy Scout days brought weed on a cap of trip. Then we smoked that shit. Feeling like I tripped. Then my daddy came up and said, hey, we need your fucking help. I was like, whoa, man, my brain is somewhere else. I cannot help. But don't want any of this paranoia. Not all in my head. Uh, yeah, just hanging here with my boys. Yeah, so, so instead, I just want to feel a little bit good. Get rid of that uh, anxiety. Yeah, I don't want to go out in public and be worrying about how people eyeing me. Uh. And welcome to the podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast, y'all. Welcome to the podcast. Happy four twenty. Happy four twenty, bro. <laughs> I was I was talking to somebody earlier because you know something that people are when they talk about four twenty, they're like, "Well, you also know it's Hitler's birthday." Uh, and I he, thought that was he had a bit. to be born. Yeah, he did. Um, but I was like, "Wouldn't it be a great like Seth Rogen comedy where the premise is?" Uh, this guy has like a bunch of either like deep south or alt-right co-workers and he pretends to be a white supremacist to fit in and then he's like I'm gonna take 420 off of work and they're like oh yeah to celebrate to celebrate our Fuhrer and he's like yeah and then he just like goes home and blazes I'm sure that like, there'd be some weird other stuff like you know he has to go out because he's got munchies and there's like a clan rally and he's like high for it and all of his co-workers are there something like that I feel okay. like hey, it's topical Nazis are always top. Everybody always... loves a good Nazi movie. Yeah, that's why we keep making like World War II video games. That's what I'm saying. It's, it was the it was the best time in history. It was the best war. It was the, it was the best war because there was a clear bad guy, uh-huh. there were clear good guys. Mm-hmm. The bad guys turned out to be real bad. Yeah, and there's no reason. There's no there's no looking back on it and being like, did we do the right thing? Like, no, we did. <laughs> we did. Yeah. So many wars, so many wars. We look back on, it's... <laughs> and we're like. Why were we there again? Why were we? Why were we in Grenada? I, um, I didn't. Was that a war we were in? God damn! It was brief. So <laughs> many was, wars, man. But um, what was I saying? Are you gonna have? Fun, do you have four twenty plans? Because uh, this is obviously before four twenty. So what are right. you doing right now in the listeners' ears? If that makes that oh, doesn't make yeah. sense. Probably uh, hanging out with some people, going out for like a nice. There's a type of cuisine i refer to as shitty chinese i don't mean that the food is shitty the, but the it's chinese like, people are shitty i understand <laughs> continue but you know like a place where you can just like order a shit ton of chinese food and it's like all like greasy comfort food yeah i just refer to that as it's shitty on the chinese. cheap i should probably come up with a different way to refer to it but you know probably like go out you know maybe blazed why wouldn't know. you be blessed? It's 420. If there's a day to do it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. My parents are going to be in town. Do your parents listen to this podcast? No. <laughs> I, I, they they asked me about the name of it. I won't, I won't tell them the name of it. Because <laughs> they probably, because like, my mom will probably end up listening. And then, mm-hmm. I, and then I feel like. I feel like we've talked knows, about this. Who knows what I'm going to say. Oh. Uh, and you just want to make your mama proud. Two chains. I want to make my mama proud, man. I want to buy my mama a house. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what everybody, every black. <laughs> Entertainer, basketball player wants uh-huh. to do. They just want to buy the mama. That's yeah. what I want to do, man. I just want to buy my mama, do your, buy my mama, mama a house. Do your parents know that you have uh, consumed uh, uh, can- cannabis before? Oh, they know everything I've done. Gotcha. They know everything. They know I smoke weed. They know I. Well, I mean, we. I smoke weed with my mom one time. Oh, really? I don't know if I mentioned that to you or on the podcast before, mm-hmm. but we, 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 because we were in Amsterdam. Yeah. What are you gonna? What are you gonna what, do? what else are you gonna do? It's everywhere there. So we're in Amsterdam, and you go outside and inhale, and you smoke yeah. weed with your mom. Yeah, like a car drives by, you get that exhaust. Yep. Turns out it's just weed. It's just the weed. cars run on weed there. Yeah, it's very economical. I know. So we were there, and my brother was like, my brother's super into weed. He he's just he just he just enjoys his weed, mm-hmm. and I don't really like it. It makes me all paranoid and socially weird and stuff. It makes my mouth dry. Yeah, which is common, but god damn it, mouth gets dry. Yeah, and. 
so we're there and uh we bring my mom we, we get it and we bring it home because my mom's like i don't want to smoke out it's, uh, who knows what's gonna happen i don't uh-huh. want to smoke out and then i i am i smoked at a cafe with me just me and my brother and, my, and it was like a dark seedy cafe it was like a place where you'd expect to get weed in like a foreign country but it was totally legal mm-hmm. and we're there and my brother smokes it he passes it to me and then i take a puff and i smack pass it back to him and then i'm done and he keeps smoking and then i'm just high and i look and my parents are there <laughs> and then they're just like so how does it feel and i'm like feels like this is a mistake that's what it feels like <laughs> so then we just walked around amsterdam for a while and i was just too high and they were like yeah. tyler you sure seem quiet and i was like yeah because this is what high me is this is why i don't smoke weed <laughs> so eventually we take it back to the 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 airbnb where we're staying and your mom smokes it and she cannot stop talking no she well because because my my brother was like i was like since it affects me so intensely and mm. uh negatively a lot of the times i told my mom i was like hey just take a little puff See, wait a second. See how you feel. And she was like, "Bitch, I've been doing this since before <laughs> no, you were born." No, no, they never have. She was like nervous. It was cute. She was like nervous, excited to try it. Uh-huh. And then, um, and then my brother, he was just like, "Hey, man, you got smoke till you feel it, man." Like, just completely different attitude towards it. And I was like, "Don't listen to him. You're gonna get <laughs> fucked up." Because that's because that's what potheads do. You're 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 a pusher. Uh-huh. You're and you know where it's like, "Hey, man, eat the whole thing." <laughs> you know, I was like, uh, uh, "Let's see what happens." Just. <laughs> And it's like, I'm too high. It's like, yeah, you are, bitch. And then that's what potheads always do, man. Potheads have no regard for mental yeah. health when it comes to weed. But um, she smoked a little bit, and she was like, I don't feel anything. She's like, my leg's tingling. Is that the high? And I was like, I don't think you've smoked enough. And she's like, well, I got to go to bed. So then she never got high. <laughs> and then we tried it again the next night with a spliff. And mm-hmm. she, I was like, this time you got to really inhale and get it in. And she did it. And then she was like, it burns my throat. I don't like this. And I'm like... All right, you got maybe this isn't for you. You got to crack some eggs to make an omelet. Come uh, on, yeah. you got to get in there and do it. This is a new thing. You try it, try it until you find what works. Yeah, because I think my parents listen to this podcast, and I don't think I've talked to them about. Is that true? Yeah. Like we <laughs> talked about, I think we talked about the marathon on the podcast before uh, I talked to my parents about it, and they and my mom texted me and she was like, "I heard it on the podcast." How did she know about it? About the podcast? I probably told her. And she looked it up and, f- and she listens it? to it. Yeah, you know, because she wants to be in tune with my life. I don't call home often enough. Yeah, and it's like a window into, you know, it's like it's like we're having a conversation, she and me. Hey, hey, Patrick's mom, <laughs> how's it going? But, Listen, all that pussy stuff I said the last <laughs> fourteen episodes that was that was a fluke. <laughs> that was just me being silly. Don't. It's not my character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have any job opportunities, <laughs> let me know. But she and I, she, I don't, I haven't talked about we with my parents, so I guess this is an indirect, an indirect way to do it. But I think that, like, uh, you know, I, uh, I can, I imbibe from time to time, uh, and I find that it, it, you know, helps with my anxiety. I've talked to therapists about it, and they're like, hey, it's better than prescription stuff. You know, people don't know if SSRIs work as well as they say they do. Weed, weed's good. Shit, if it works. Yeah, maybe those are just therapists in Austin, though. <laughs> um, but well, I mean, you definitely find some therapists that are like, listen, if it's illegal, mm-hmm. you should not do it. <laughs> I told my parents I, grew, I used to grow shrooms. That's what I told them. Mm-hmm. I told my mom, I was, I was drinking at the house, and then she drove me to Taco Bell because I was drunk. And I was like, hey, <laughs> You want to hear a secret, mom? <laughs> and she was like, okay. And I was like, I grow mushrooms, mama. I sell them to my friends, mama. And she was like, oh, boy. Because <laughs> they, 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 they're nice. They're like good, nice people. They didn't come from drugs yeah. or anything. They, they always thought it was bad. They thought it was wrong. The, uh, but like, I, I feel like I see a lot of my own neuroses in my mom. And I feel like maybe it's like as soon as it gets legal in Texas, I'll be like, Hey, you should, you should have some of this. Why don't you just uh, give her that brownie and be like, hey, mom, have, have a full have a, have a brownie. <laughs> this is one of those things where, like, you know, because marijuana is not legal in Texas. And, you know, something like rappers rapping about, like, you know, like, smoke 80 blunts a day or whatever. It's one of those things where I'm like, what are the... Well, this is a comedy podcast, right? I mean, of so course, everything's we've, been, a joke. We, we've been joking. We've been joking time. the whole time. This is, we've just this is all been tongue in cheek. It's ha 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 ha. Right, right. T Nasty's not even my real name, right. by the way. Hey, my name's T Nasty. I'm Creamer, and together we are Run, Run the, the Fools. Fools. That's the podcast. podcast. Um, but I mean, I mean, of course, we've been joking this whole time. But I mean, you know, there are some rappers who haven't 
joked. Who name one rapper that smokes weed? Snoop Dogg. I've never heard of him. <laughs> well, uh, to clue you in, uh, he's probably the most famous person associated with marijuana. And I mean, granted, now it's legal in California where he resides. But before then, you know, someone shows up to his house and they're like, Snoop, smells like weed in here. Uh, when I say someone, I mean like, yeah, baby, someone from law enforcement. Hey, how about that, buddy? hey Snoop, it smells like weed in here. It's the motherfucking D double G. It, you know, that's illegal in California yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, I got the medical card, I got a card. Well, this is before the medical cards. This is. Oh, what the fuck is this then? <laughs> And it's not done. Smoke weed. (laughs) Right. I don't know. I don't know. Because, you know, Bobby Schmurda got, Bobby Schmurda's friends got got caught up on that murder charge from that lyric. Caught a body about a week ago. That's stupid. That that that, that line actually did it. But I don't, who knows? I'm not not a judge. Who knows me? I'm just a lover of music. Speaking of which. Sometimes, if you want it bad enough. You gotta murder for the murder for the weed. That's the shit that I'ma need. Take your money, got the greed. You can see it in my eyes. I smoke, smoke, and I need the prize. Say no joke, joke, joke. Cause sometimes, some places, it's still illegal to be talking about them drugs. Even if we aren't thugs. But we need to just keep on going around and giving hugs. Cause we're getting a little high when we feel like it's just rubbing ourselves. Wanna hear a joke? I bought mushrooms on the internet. Back in college, it came to my house. Oh, then we split that shit, put it all up in my mouth. We went to the beach and we got up off the fucking couch. Get it? Wanna hear a joke? Uh, I've smoked weed before. Uh, haven't really, cause I just want some more job by opportunities is this ruining them no because i'm good with comedy minka screwing them here's another joke i take lsd oh yeah i put a whole dose right inside of me and then i'm seeing things i cannot see my face i look up in the mirror a dragon has replaced oh goddamn i had to look on wikipedia for words that mean marijuana because i just want to rap and sound like i'm familiar but I'm hey, wanna hear a joke? One time I gave a nine-year-old cigarettes Told him smoke that shit up, put it in your chest Oh yeah, the nine-year-old said, I don't like it I said, fuck what you like, man, this is fucking my shit Wanna hear a joke? There's a body buried at 93.702, comma, 18.541 Longitude and latitude, how, man, it's really fucking funny, bro <laughs> Wanna hear a joke? I killed Kennedy, what what I killed Kennedy, what what I killed, I murdered that motherfucker. I went back in time and killed him with you nasty. We were the ones on the grassy knoll, uh, man, cause you know what we were doing with them guns. Yeah, I left Kennedy's head, yeah, less than whole. Uh. Yeah, this is funny things, funny things. That's the kind of thing that we rap and sing, rap and sing. If you can't take a joke, how about you get away? Because I'm about to smoke away this whole day. Here's a list of jokes. I jaywalked. The registration on my car is expired. Uh, sometimes I drive faster than the speed limit. Uh, man, yeah, when it's down to the live wire. Uh, here's a joke. I stole somebody's puppy and I gave it back and took the reward money just to go buy a Cadillac. Yeah, that's a motherfucking fact. Even me saying it's a fact is a joke. That's whack. Here's a joke. I break into pawn shops and steal the stuff from pawn shops. Sell it to other pawn shops, bitch. Oh, shit. Is that real? It's a joke. Oh. Oh. Kind of speaking of, you know, weed and cartoons associations, we were talking right before this podcast about, uh, I was, I was saying that like, I can't remember how we started talking about it, but I was like, Teen Titans Go has, right. has some bangers. Uh, and so, Teen Titans Go, a, a kids television show on yeah. Cartoon Network. If you're our age, you might remember Teen Titans. When there's watch- trouble, you know who to call. Teen Titans. From the tower, they can see it all. Teen Titans. When there's evil on the attack, you can bet knowing that I got back. In the bad thing, losing all. That was a dope show. <laughs> but did you ever watch any Teen Titans Go? 
Uh, not like seriously. I watched. There would be like episodes on, yeah. and I would like glance at it, and I would recognize that mm-hmm. this is actually a good show. Yeah, because uh, I've I've been surprised. Uh, I'm gonna play a little bit here. This beat reminds me of like two chains or something. <laughs> See, I love cartoons, man. They just having fun. They got the front song. Come on, man. This is fucking dope. What is that? What's the song called? Mummy money. What is it? Mummy money. Mummy like a like a undead creature. Mummy money. Yeah. I watched a reaction video where they were talking about like what the beat sounds like. It's like, hey baby, hey baby, hey baby. I'm in the club. A little bit. Um, that's hot. Yeah. That's fire, man. It's one of those things where I'm like. Do I need to go back and watch more cartoons? I mean, if you like them. <laughs> I don't know. Because, uh, well, one, I love cartoons because just the fun of them. Like, the, the fun that the creators have just making the cartoons. They're like, we can just do whatever we want. Let's just do a crazy rap about Pyramid Scheme and make it, like, as dope as we fucking yeah. can. And they did it, and it's fucking sweet. Uh, same thing. I'm, I think we talked about SpongeBob a while back. Same thing I love about SpongeBob. It's just, it's just bit after bit after bit after bit. It holds up. Physical, it's a funny show. physical gag, physical gag. It's just everything. It's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Only problem is it's not. I've noticed as I get older, I'm more and more like cerebral. Like I need something to be intellectually stimulating for me to stick with it. Uh-huh. Something needs to tickle my. Brain. It can't just be a straightforward like, here's a family. Like it has to, it has to be something to keep me there. Wait, how is that joke going to end? What? Here's a family. Well, just like a TV show about here's a family and they get up to stuff. Yeah, like it was like I need something. You to, need a crab who runs a restaurant. That's what I'm saying. I need, and, and also there are 11 minute episodes that make uh-huh. it more. You need uh, Batman's classic sidekick falling in love with one of his co crime fighters from another planet. Yeah. This is that uh, this is that other song. We ain't gotta keep this on the low. This is hot as fuck. It looks like Before they you go. I won't be catching villains. Oh. Got me catching feelings. Oh. Who is running this show? Yeah. See, this is what shit could have always been. You yeah. know what I mean? It's one of these like making like dope music for these cartoons. This is hot as shit. Yeah. There are kids right now who think this is normal. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I didn't call my cousin. Ask her if she likes this shit. Huh. She's like, of course. We ain't gotta keep it. We ain't gotta keep it. Wait, now he's trying to bang Raven? This is Beast Boy singing to Raven. Yeah. Which they've never liked each other. But apparently in Teen Titans Go. He just got, he just got squashed by a car. Gotta good catch That's fucking hot as shit, man. We can do a short one. Just oh, listen. Yeah. Welcome to WB. WWB. I remember watching Dexter when I was young. I liked the show. It's pretty fun. Now I'm an adult, not watching Bravo. I'm talking when I was a kid, watching Johnny Bravo. Man, I wish the cartoons would not go as hard as they are doing right now. Nah, man, hell no. I mean, this show has put my 
head in the world what the fuck do i mean powerpuff girls man i'm talking mojo jojo but this show got way more fucking mojo i'm like is this show whack or am i whack man i'm just growing up watching that samurai jack uh yeah tour open a portal in time now we got songs that bang songs with them rhymes samurai jack with the sword oh yeah but he won more wanted to get back to the past see a cool wanna kick his ass wanna jump right through that portal then he lands in another zone oh yeah he just wanna go home tells daddy that he was wrong uh, got the planet doing all these revolutions i wake up in the morning watching x-men evolution yeah got nightcrawler and the rest of that squad i'ma just keep on watching it yeah praise be to man God. cartoons in 2018 no i fucking like them i am talking adventure time i'm talking teen titans go i'm talking everything that i want to see mo i like these shows makes me want to be younger and i want to grow oh that's it yeah. <laughs> that's a real short one yeah oh man but speaking of rap yeah uh i would be remiss mm. to not mention this on this freestyle podcast of course the historic yeah. let me stop you right there i know cardi b dropped your album that's not and what it's i'm like, talking it's about real hot. it's not good what I'm talking it's got about. a lot of sweet features what's a good song in there i can't remember, all you remember it was a good there's a there's a one with chance the rapper that's really good yeah i i i find that i don't listen to albums that often anymore and when i throw one on i like listen to it as a, as a whole and i just like i'm like yeah that was good or yeah that was not great i do uh, that too but then i like if i'm listening you go and you're I'm like, like okay that which one's that that's a bad uh, ha, ha, ha. yeah but obviously besides cardi b uh-huh is the historic news that nah, I'm gonna stop you right there? Beyonce rocking Coachella. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Had a roommate who went there. He said it was life changing. He said he would tell his children that he was at that I show. I heard it was very black. Yeah. I heard it was they blacked out the whole thing with with Queen B's blackness. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was great. I didn't get to see it. What I did see though was the historic move that Kendrick Lamar won a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. For damn. So what I'm just saying right now is Pulitzer. Hit us up. <laughs> Pulitzer. Really? Best uh, podcast. I didn't know Pulitzer was going downhill. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Whoa. Really scraping the bottom of the barrel there, huh? Pulitzer. Whoa, whoa. Nah, yeah. man. That's sweet. I didn't know. I Yeah, I heard on the radio that it's the first non-jazz, like, non-jazz non-classical. Which is nuts. Yeah. Because, like, what's, how long has Pulitzer been around? I don't actually know anything about Pulitzer. I thought it's mostly a book TV thing. I know that it's like it's the most prestigious award for journalism. Like you win a Pulitzer for reporting, um, but I, it has some like adjacent. Uh, you know, like I've heard the you know, Pulitzer por- uh, Award for like best fiction of the year, best nonfiction, um, best poetry, and I guess best music. And I guess most of the time it doesn't make the news because it's just the same old jazz musicians or classical artists getting their dues because they put in all those hours studying the greats and bum, 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 bum. we get it. <laughs> we want something fresh. We want something to make us say, I got to slap a pussy ass nigga, okay. I'm going to make it look sexy. <laughs> got to go hard on a bitch, I'm going to make it look sexy. Oh man, yeah. that's crazy, man. I know. I was reading some article about it. How it's just like speaking of ba- speaking of Queen Bee's Coachella. Mm-hmm. Speaking of all these black people coming up, talking Tiffany Haddish, talking these these unapologetically black folks. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the the space has finally come where you can just. It's almost like we you could just be in this country. Yeah, and it's okay as long as you're making good shit. As long as you make that's the thing though, right? Well, well yeah. It's like Chris Rock's right. bit where he's like, I'm famous, but not famous from a mile away. Yeah, I guess you're right. But still, man, that's a big deal. K dot man. Yeah, and I think it was just a year or two ago that like Jay Z was the first non rock like strictly rock and roll artist to be in his Hall of Fame. Yep. Um, what's happening? Uh, Black Panther's the biggest movie of Do like, people like black people now? <laughs> Part of me, like the cynical side of me, is like, okay, this is just 21st century minstrels, minstrelism, and you know, like white people being like, yeah, perform for us. But we love it too. (laughs) Everybody loves it. It's very respectful. I don't know what it is. Honestly, it's it's not a bad. I wasn't trying to say it was a bad thing. 
Uh, it is, it's, these are all good. Honestly, things. I do wonder if, if it's a time thing, if it's a, if it's a, uh, it's hot right now, but soon it's not going to be hot anymore. Uh, I mean, black shit. Well, but hip hop has been so mainstream for so long. It's been the music that we listen to for a couple decades now, right? A couple decades now. Yeah, I'm trying. To, yeah, but get, it's a, getting but, close to twenty years for sure. But it's always it's kind of gone in those cycles, though, right? You know, like black people did jazz, and then white po- people took it, and then rock and roll. Black people did rock and roll, and then white people took it. But white people haven't been able to take a rap. Post Malone, G Easy, Eminem, Shit. Vanilla Ice. Don't mention him. <laughs> Iggy Azalea. Macklemore. <laughs> Creamer. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. But it is, it is becoming more... I was thinking about like the trajectory of rap. I'm not a huge rap historian or anything mm-hmm. like that. There is a good series on Netflix that if you look up like history of hip-hop or history of yeah. rap, that's, that's good. I the listener should yeah. check it out. I guarantee me and you have talked about it. Yeah. I've watched all of it for sure. And there's a new one called Rapture Out that's pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, it. It's on Netflix. But it's like Jay-Z was the first rapper of kind of this... Of the, that kind of made the rap. mega stardom. Yeah, he was era. the first mega star rapper, right? Mm-hmm. And he was also kind of the first rapper, as far as I can tell, who like was really put, who put like honesty and and sincerity in their music, like b- vulnerability is the word. Mm-hmm. He really put like vulnerability in his lyrics. He's like, you know, uh, can't I'm gonna see make it. this song cry. You can't see him running down my eyes, <laughs> so you gotta make the song. <laughs> So you gotta make the soul cry and go. Uh-huh. <laughs> or like, uh, uh, I was just listening to Hard Knock Life, mm, which is mm. a bold song. Yeah. Combining Annie with rap. It's fucking bold, but it worked. And AJ, AJ are, you sure, are you sure about this? No, I love Annie, man. We're gonna, wait, we're gonna sample little girl singing. Yeah, man, she's a ginger, man, and I'm a nigga, man. <laughs> and we're gonna use it as the beat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because my life is hard, and your life is hard, and it's a hard knock life. Oh, and the sun will come out tomorrow. Yeah, no, nah, not that fucking <laughs> sh- bullshit. Get the shit out of here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but it's like, he's the first one who did that, who like introduced like vulnerability in the rap. Mm-hmm. Like true, like true, like, you know, I'm, I'm just being honest, kind of vulnerability. And then there was other rappers. Everyone did shit. And then there was Kanye, mm-hmm. who really introduced like... Where he was like... Y'all want to hear some weird shit in this rap? Kind of weird, kind of also vulnerable, but in a different way. And also like artistic and stylish and like a little softer in that way, right? Yeah, I would say that he really broke the ground for the singing rapper. Yeah, and he definitely got that moving. uh, It's funny, I was talking to somebody else before and I had initially credited that with Drake, but Drake is just a culture vulture stealing everybody else's shit. But I like we'll I was like there would be no Fetty Wap if there were no, like Drake or Kanye. For sure, for sure. Uh, well, uh, uh, yeah, Drake. Drake's Drake seems to me as his career keeps going, he seems more and more like the person who has just done it right. But he's not necessarily doing anything first. Yeah, he's like he's got such a good mind for business. Which is what, just what he said. He said anybody <sighs> who did it first, but who did it right, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then so then Kanye kind of led to. Drake, who's super soft and sings and talks about mm-hmm. emotions and feelings, mm-hmm. and that kind of broke open everything that we got today. We got Chance, we got Logic, all these people just being super, super vulnerable, super vulnerable, and it's totally normal now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, or yeah, to even go to Fetty Wap, just the like you know the content of his song is hard, but the style of it is not. Mm-hmm. You know that he's he's got this kind of like almost like affected voice and then singing you know his hook and some of his bars and it's like more melodic but you can do that now but then what wins the pulitzer prize kendrick the motherfucking hardest fucking shit in the game which is kendrick but even kendrick kendrick is is he's definitely vulnerable Mm -hmm. he's almost like cerebral he's 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 almost taking he definitely is cerebral for sure but he's taking it like Almost to like a uh, 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 like a, uh, an act. It's like he's acting. It's like it feels. You think like it's a, too much? A mo- no, no, no. I just, no, not not fronting. Not like that. But like it's like theatrical. His music mm. is theatrical. That's yeah. the word. 
Whereas like other ones are just like, man, it's good ass music, man. But this is like fucking. He makes epics with he makes albums, an experience. Man. He makes an experience, uh-huh. man. And it's like he's doing something. He's doing something great. I saw some video of his like most recent tour where he like came out on stage or like. I th- he either had just finished the first song or had like you know you do just like you cue that first couple of beats of the first song and uh, and he does the first line and gets the audience to do the second line and then it's just the audience cheering for like two or three minutes and it's just him like soaking it all in mm-hmm. and you can tell him like getting a little bit emotional but he's like he's like this is what we all it's I almost like I ain't no pussy ass nigga <laughs> I'ma make it look sexy I feel like inside he was like he was like this is an experience we all share yeah. type of thing. Yeah. It's funny. I was thinking about art the other day. And, mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've heard the thing about learn the rules, then learn how to break them kind of yeah. thing. Where it's like, you know. Yeah. Cormac McCarthy doesn't use quotation marks. You don't have to either if you've learned how to use them exactly. first. Yeah. Or like, you know, Salvador Dali knew how to paint a clock. Yeah. He could paint a good clock. Right. He chose to paint them that way, you know. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Pollock. Just tripped over paint buckets the yeah. whole time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, and I like that rule, but there is something about like the, the people who kind of take art in different forms and kind of flip it on its head and try to like move the pieces around. Mm. I, I feel them being remembered, but I don't, they're never your favorite shit. You know what I mean? They're never the best shit out there. There's something mm. of, like like the movie like Memento. It's very memorable because yeah. it's like they tell the story kind of front to back and meet in the middle. Yeah. It's weird and it's interesting, but it's not your favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Your favorite movie is the movie that has an act one, act two, act three. And it's just great all the way through. Yeah. And it's like as rap has evolved, there's been more singing. There's been more vulnerability is always a good thing in art, but there's been more singing. There's been more like this trappy kind of like where it's like there's a lot of space Mm -hmm. very stylistic Mm -hmm. but Kendrick is just I rap Mm. what's good about it it's just good rap there's no gimmick there's no like oh he sings in this way but oh he uses auto-tuning oh he he kind of mumbles it no he's just I'm a great rapper yeah I'm gonna show you exactly how it is and there's something about just straightforward greatness yeah. That deserves the Pulitzer Prize. I have something to say on a slight tangent from this, but let's wrap first. Cool. Speaking about just going hard, I've been saving this. I've been saving this beat for you. Ugh. Blackness is back, bitch. Wakanda. <laughs> Yeah! Yeah, motherfucker, yeah! Yeah, motherfucker, yeah! Uh, man, cause I'm... I ain't talking about T'Challa, well T'Challa back, uh, man, cause I be running this, man, get them dollar backs, man, cause we're doing all this, making art and making stacks, I'ma just keep doing what I can till it is racks on racks. Melanin in my skin, you know I'm about to win, I ain't talking about just me, talking like all my kin, talking about all my crew, talking about me and you, talking about all of us with the same skin color hue, huh? You know what is in, talking like it's blackness. What's it shoving out is all America's whackness. Uh, yeah, push all them haters to the side, cause we need to go hard every time we fucking ride, yeah. Queen B at Coachella, K Dots a cool fella. Both of them get on stage, that shows a straight killer. Man, I buy all the tickets, man, I bring all the bitches, man, I get all the extras, and you, me, you, you, I give them, huh? Uh, blackness building up a castle, got its moats, uh, man, got the leaders of the thought. Coats, comic town of high sea. When we do this with the hustle, letters to my father. When we got it, it's a struggle. James Baldwin, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King. Now, only thing I wanna hear is you fucking sing. Sing what? Sing the songs of Drake, Yay, and Jay. I'm talking K.2, man. Hip, hip, hooray. Ha. Yeah. Cause we're going from K-Dot to Tupac or back around Ouroboros eat itself, you rock, uh Anytime you're on the mic, 
you know you are um blowing up like dynamite yeah we got the scars hey dot got a pulitzer nobody got a peabody you gonna have to rob me if you want to see me ride through with my maserati that's because i got so many awards so much on my neck i put the pedal to my metal then the metal that i got the best huh uh, john henry born with a hammer in his hand kendrick lamar born with a banger when he got his band God damn, uh, man, we running that whole show, uh, man, do it and it's always good, don't you know? Hey, Dot is so great, I know you wonder why, that's because he's spending time pimping a butterfly, oh, he is never gonna die, this nigga is a legend, and I know he is the best, man, none to second, what? Uh, drop the songs, get those people dancing, talking like we are the rapper, comma, chancy, uh, man, cause we need to do it, creating a Tyler, the creator. When we got him in, it's do it now, not say for later uh. I'm a cool guy, ask me why That's because I make the song cry Oh, I did that shit like Jay Do it like every single day Went and watched some Broadway Saw the bitch named Annie Man made me feel something I put it in my plan, see, oh yeah mm. <laughs> That's a fire, that's a fire beat Yeah, man That's a hot beat Oh, oh let me get some water, it, let me get some water Sure I'm gonna take a little breather. <laughs> I'm gonna clarify something there. I was saying we a lot in that song. Uh, not that I identify as black on some Rachel Dolezal shit, but uh, but the I feel like we as a country can appreciate the contributions that black figures have made to our society. No, we heard that shit, Patrick. <laughs> we know what you meant. Uh, appropriation. <laughs> uh, but what were we talking about right before? Uh, Oh, art um, and and like storytelling. There's been a couple of times like in the past couple of weeks where I've just like uh, really earnestly just said like, man, I love stories. Yeah. And it's just like whether, you know, we're doing some improv or something. Uh, my girlfriend and I have recently been watching a show called Terrace House on Netflix. And it's a Japanese reality show. Uh you know, I'm sure that conjures to mind like people eating lizards while they're like in spandex. So that was the intro to the show. Okay. And uh, but it's like there's six strangers all living in a house together, and it's a sort of like Big Brother scenario, but they're all just like nice, normal people rather than you know the sort of like desperate housewife or what is it, Real Housewives. Like how it's like, oh, did you go through a really terrible divorce and you're off of your antidepressants and you're and you're an yeah. alcoholic? Let's throw you in there. Yeah. And so it's just these normal people and like you just seeing them have like normal interactions with each other for some reason makes it also like super earnest and you get attached to these people. But one of the things that like really kicks it up a notch is that. There's a couple of times, it's probably like that for two-thirds of the show, and the other third sprinkled in throughout is it's a six-person panel, and it's always the same panelists, and they're just like watching the show and then like commenting on it. And uh, I'm sure I've mentioned to you before, but there's a show called Gogglebox that is just you <laughs> That's just you watching British people watch oh. TV. Uh, uh, excuse everybody, welcome to Gogglebox. Um, and for some, for whatever reason, I find it like super comforting, like not in a sort of like over the top, uh, like, oh, reaction video, blah, blah, uh, my brain fell out of my mouth. Um, but just like they're a normal, they're normal people and you're just watching normal people kind of like react to shows. There's some really, there's something that like, it's hard to manufacture um, and that it's the same sort of reason that people love like the great British bake off is it's just like these normal people, you know, they're the, uh, reward for winning the great British bake off is a cake stand and the honor of being Britain's best amateur baker rather than it's funny. You watch an episode of that. And also on Netflix is a show called cutthroat kitchen where sabotage is not only encouraged, it's for sale. Cutthroat kitchen. Is that every, every, each chef starts with $10,000, but they can bid on these... 10000 <laughs> They can bid on these uh, sabotage things to uh, cut the legs out from under their opponents. Oh, your opponent has to wear oven mitts the whole time? Bid on it. And it's like, it's so like, oh, well, let's try and make this as tense as possible when there's some sort of like... 
something there that is just hard to define of watching normal people live their lives. You know, I know what you're talking about because there's there's a there's an American show like that where uh, it's just people watching TV shows that you like watching the Kardashians and they're like, oh, can you believe Kim? Mm-hmm. No, I can't. And uh-huh. then you watch them and you're like, yeah, they're right. <laughs> like, I don't know. What, I, there is something that's so easy and simple, but still like nice about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I feel. What, I th- what did that have to do with the stories? So the like, so Tay and I watched like thirty-two episodes in a week. Granted, they're only half the hour. The Japanese show. Yeah, granted, they're only a half an hour each. But and you know, from time to time, you can tell that the producers are like moving a little stuff behind the scenes in terms of like there's someone sitting by themselves in a room and they're like probably like, hey, why don't you go in there and talk to them? But it doesn't feel manufactured at all, and. I've been sucked into it enough where I'm like, all it is is just a story of these people's lives that's ongoing. Like this is a show that's happening now and occasionally people will leave the house because for whatever reason, they're like, you know, mostly pretty Japanese reasons of like, I need to pursue my career more to to honor myself and my family or whatever. Um, But the, but for some reason, just like watching these natural stories unfold is really cathartic and like enjoyable what's like a storyline or whatever that um is particularly memorable there let's see there was a so it's always three guys and three girls and they're all attractive because they're you know mostly like part-time models who also who are maybe doing this a little bit to like boost their status a little bit you know so there is a there's a little bit of cynicism there but um, you know you'll have these two girls who are like attracted to this guy and then it turns out he's just kind of like you know always lazing around the house and not going out to look for a job or anything and they you know and they're no longer attracted to him or uh, like people will like cycle through the house of like you know people coming and going and someone who came to the house with a little bit of intent to you know find a boyfriend maybe um, that like no one is uh, no one is going for her but she's clearly the best one and she has she has her life together and is like a little bit older than everybody else but not you know only like a year or two and it's funny because it's just like she seems like she's so well put together and why doesn't anybody want to go with Mizuki she's the best one she's the best one on the show and she's just like living her life and supporting the other people and like resolving conflicts so it's, and it's just life it's just life it's just like why isn't it's like she's not it's, there's there's no like you know yeah there's no like it's but, not like well Mizuki because, slept because with Minori's boyfriend yeah 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 like because because Mizuki has a secret yeah Mizuki is actually a, an assassin for a <laughs> underground or no it's just like no it's just it's just not in the cards it's just, yeah did they ever like say did the producers ever be like oh, I'm trying to talk about talk about exactly why uh, why don't you want to well wanna sometimes hear? the sometimes the panel will. They're, they do a really good job of like being the barometer for the audience. You know, someone will do something a little bit shitty, um, like, you know, tell somebody where they're like, you know, oh, your boyfriend told me something. I sh- it sound weird coming from me. Go oh, okay, I'll you, yeah. And it's like oh, okay, yeah. you're you're making a little bit of drama. And then they're not me. And then the panel's like, okay, come on. Yeah, yeah. and it's, the and panel it's, sounds crucial to the show. Yeah, because otherwise it it would almost feel like too voyeuristic of like we're just here watching them. But it's like uh, you, they cut to the panel and they're like, look at Natsumi trying to like weasel her way into this dude's heart. And, and I'm like, thank you. Somebody said it. Yeah. But the weirdest thing about the show is that the people on the show are watching the show, but there's like a, a four episode delay. So they're always like a month behind and they'll be like, man, did you see that episode that like from time That's to time? That's so weird. That's that weird. <laughs> That's too weird. You watch yourself like, Hey, I didn't know y'all. I know y'all thought that about me. Yeah. There's at some point, you know, someone saying like, uh, she's not that bright. And I'm like, oh man, this is going to be, this is going to be some real shit in a month. <laughs> and so what happens whenever that shit drops? Uh, it, it didn't. Uh, like occasionally there'll be like very rarely. It isn't as, it isn't as weird as it clearly feels like it is. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, this would, this would fuck me up. Yeah. Um, knowing that a month from now I could watch what everybody said about yeah. me. But and occasionally they'll they'll be like, hey dude, 
what the fuck? I just watched that episode, um, essentially. But I don't know. I think it's it's intoxicating for whatever reason. Hmm. Let's rap about it. Let's rap about it. You have a type of beat you want? Uh, Japan type beat. Japan type beat. Let's see if this is. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bye. Tokyo, Tokyo, not talking Pokemon, Pokego. I'm talking Pogo, like hip hop. I'm talking about watching TV, fun don't stop. Talking about go to Netflix, catch a flick. Oh yeah, I see a girl, I see a guy got a dick. Oh yeah, are they gon' fuck? They don't like it. They just move on to the next guy shit. Watching Terrace House, House of Terrace is not gonna have any of your terrorists. Cause they're just being all the nice people. Uh, man, cause you know that we get the type of stories that we want. No drama, yeah. We'll just see them doing things, comma, and other things, yeah, because they live those lives, yeah, because they're doing this with minimal strife. Uh, uh, hey, I'm the producer. How about go up to her and shoot her? Yeah, like shoot her in her chest, see what happens. I don't know, we'll be rolling, scrapping. I'm a nice person, I won't do that. Uh, you should probably get fired, man, because I need to do this, cooling off like a do rag. Yeah, because we're doing this shit, get it right here. Okay, okay, what about Samantha? She's sleeping. Why don't you feel up going there and creeping slip into her bed and i don't know see what goes on hey see if you can get some head <laughs> no man that's getting real weird oh man fuck you fuck you okay 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 but look jennifer had a baby why don't you take that baby and go out on the freeway and then dangle the baby like over the freeway and then get on the news and then she will see it and she'll see you on the news and then she'll drive to you and then there'll be a big out shoot I mean a shootout and then you'll die and then the baby will fall and then a driver will catch it and all go back to producing American reality shows with your reality bros cause over here in Japan everything's a little more low key when we're doing this for our families and our honor and the career paths cause we all got ambition yet career asses burning cause we putting all them hours in oh uh, man cause we young and sour again nah I'm just a dude I like to chill everybody like me what the hell I mean, I chill, I'm looking for a job. I just like sitting here on the couch. Oh yeah, and I'm watching me on TV like episodes one, two, three ago. Oh yeah, I'm a month behind, but it's all good, all good. That's because I'm not doing what I should. Watching this show with your own self on's a little like weird time travel. Feels like maybe some of these stories will not come together. Maybe they will unravel if you could see what other people said a month ago about what you did. Yeah, even if it was your bros. Yeah, well, do they have your back? Do they not? Uh, feels like things would get a little weird a lot motherfucker last week told me that i wasn't bright for whatever reason that just don't make me want to fight it was a month ago what the fuck i'm gonna do now i'm just gonna sit right down if i had a problem i would confront it but now i'm thinking about it eh, i don't think nothing Feel like that little delay is crucial. What if they were all live streaming and you were just like uh, looking at what other people were doing, beaming, and then you're just teaming up with other roommates, yeah, to make clicks. Uh, feel like there would be a bunch of dicks. Yeah, cause they were doing that like bitch. Man, cause they're doing it and man, that would be a bad situation. Oh, it's not Survivor. Oh, it's not Big Brother. Oh, it's something a whole nother. It's like way better, way fucking better than the amazing race. It's not all in your face. There's no fucking suspense. It's all a dead end, but that's just how life is. We ain't going nowhere in the shit, huh? This ain't Real Housewives, this is Real Roommates, uh, yeah, different show. Man, cause we're feeling like we need to just be together, yeah, living together, don't you know that you need to be a little nicer to each other when you're in the same house, under the same roof, and doing the same amounts of chores? Yeah, cause they got a chore wheel, huh? Man, cause you know we got more feelings. Yeah, story about a girl went into the bathroom, brushed her teeth, then she went to work, went to work, talked to a boss, then she talked to a customer, then she went home and she got herself for lunch a bowl cause the lunch break went back work more and then she came back watching tv and she jerked off oh then she went to sleep did it again hey shit that's what we all are fucking here to do it, bitch so you do watch the show oh i love it <laughs> no what were you gonna say i had uh, uh uh you talking about stories reminded me of uh this book that i recently read mm. 
called 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. No, oh, man. Let's save it for another episode. No, I just want to talk about the book. If you want to shut on Jordan Peterson, you can do that later. Because <laughs> uh, there was just a point in the book that he talked about um, the way we look at life now is different than the way, like, maybe not early man, but maybe like man used to look at life where life, the world was mostly people. Mm-hmm. And now we have more of a materialistic view on things. Could be. Uh, but the world was just people. And that's why our brains are so designed to read each other so mm-hmm. closely and so pattern well. recognition, pattern recognition, these kinds of things. And um, that's why we invented like theater and stories. And, and, and that's why the, the human brain is so uh, amazing because we can create little stories. We can create little avatars of ourselves in our heads to act out things like, oh, there's a river there. I wonder what would happen if I tried to okay, I'd fall in the river. Okay, maybe don't do that. And then you can, but you're still safe. Yeah. And no, no, then that's kind of why we created theater and created drama and created art and stories to is to tell the the inner story outward with these things in a way that other people could like associate with and mm-hmm. I don't know it just reminded me of that yeah the I can't remember where I read it or heard it but someone saying that uh, the like biggest evolutionary advantage that humans have had is the ability to like retain information and share that information with other people and you know you see that a little bit with like you know pack animals being like we're going to split up to take down this herd of you know gazelle because we're a bunch of lions or whatever but the idea that you can like have people you know trick animals that they're hunting or even just be like this is what we eat this is what we don't eat you know ben hey you remember ben he died he ate that thing we're not supposed to eat um and just like be able to gather all that knowledge and so you know the idea that like so many cultures have just had like oral traditions rather than writing anything down it's just like a bunch of stories to serve purposes either you know it it, i feel like it's gotten it through the ages it got more and more abstract but you know for a time it was like we're a good tribe if we can beat our enemies remember remember that guy he was so good at beating enemies don't you want to be like him we all remember him. remember he killed like three people at once yeah and then like you know next generation it's like he killed like 30 people at once it was fucking nuts and yeah like, and then next the next generation, generation is like he, he had was, a sword made of flames that he laid down on the fire he was a son of a god yeah it's just like in a way it seems to me like that's almost better you know what i mean like if you're mm. thinking about it from a strictly human perspective like we are human beings with that lived in this world. We don't live in 1700s anymore. We live in 2018. I like that 1700s is where you go for like, that's when the Norse myths were created. Well, no, I'm not saying that. Because what I was thinking was Uh we live in 2018 and we have 2018 Mm. problems. And what do we look at to solve those problems? We look at the Constitution, which is from 1776. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if we all didn't have this stuff written down, Mm -hmm. then maybe eventually through oral histories it would change and evolve with the time so that we're not stuck with these rigid guidelines from the past, but we can actually change and move with it. But because it's written down and it's etched in stone and it's the foundation of our society, yeah, it's like eventually kind of the society. I mean, I guess that's the idea that the founders had was to create a society that is flexible enough that can withstand that change. But yeah, there was some founding father who was like, we need to rewrite the constitution every like five to 10 years. <laughs> And that didn't happen. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like maybe like, I don't know. Sometimes I think that the way we used to do things mm-hmm. was more, was better. Like in tune with? Was more intuitive to humans. Mm. Yeah. Because a lot of the things we do now are so not intuitive, even though we do them and we do them well. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, what if we just, what if this, what if you just believe the stories that I told you? And it's like, it didn't matter if they were true or not because they were fucking truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a good there's a movie uh, on net on Amazon. I'll put it in the description because it's got a weird title. It's something of the serpent. It's a it's about it like takes place in two different time periods in the Amazonian rainforest, um, and it's like an explorer. Each time he's the, looking for some uh, like flower that'll cure all ailments type of thing. Um, and 
at one point, like one of them, you know, who's like chronicling all of his stuff, he's like, I need all, you know, I need all my journal, you know, they're like their canoe capsizers or something. And he's like, I need all of my journals, you know, this is so I can take it back. And the native guide is like, what, you know, it's dead weight. And he's like, well, no, I need to take it back so that people believe what I say. And he's like, what? It's like, why would you lie about knowledge? It's like the idea that, you know, someone in a society that's small enough and close enough where you can just be like, oh, you know, Ben, he lied. He, he, we're shunning him. Yeah, it's like whenever you do lie, it's like he's a liar. Yeah. We caught him. We can't trust him now. Right. And he's a detriment to us. Yeah. We have to shun him. And then you're like, yeah, I found those flowers over there. And it was like, cool. Now I know where the flowers are. Yeah. Rather than, you know, you go back to Germany in the 70s. And, and you're like, look at all these flowers. And people are like, oh, really? Did you bring one with you? Yeah. You're just trying to make some more money? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's definitely interesting. It's, I don't know. You were saying the writing shit down. Oh, this is what it was. From that book I was reading, mm-hmm. uh, 12 Rules for Life and Ended Up to Chaos by Jordan Peterson. The great, <laughs> the great Jordan Peterson. Uh, it's, it was a good book, y'all. And, he mentioned how he's like memory he's like he he talks about how the point of memory is not to have a recording of mm-hmm. everything that happens in your life mm-hmm. but it's to remember things that are important for the future hmm. so that you don't repeat bad things or that you remember good things it's 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 all, it's all a way to make you better for the memory of the past is to make you better now mm-hmm. to make your future better now and but that's not how we treat it now. Like we have Facebook posts, we take pictures all the time. We're all constantly trying to record everything in our lives, mm-hmm. um, as if it's all burning. But but I guess it is. But it is all burning. It's all going nowhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. There were two things I was going to say off of that. Um, one is that I've read an argument that forgetting things is something that we've evolved because of like painful memories or like. Um, that, uh, you know, just like if you think on like a macro scale, if no one ever forgot anything and we're still like hunter gatherers that, you know, you'd be like, I walked outside and got hurt. I remember exactly how bad it hurt and I'm staying inside mm-hmm. and it would just be like, you know, a bad thing for the species yeah. if, we, if we could remember everything. Uh, but the other thing I was going to say was regarding... And we're both slipping on our memory. Yeah. And neither th- of us is blazed, which neither of us do. It's all jokes. <laughs> you, you, you've uh, heard the thing about women who give birth, they, their body secretes that hormone or chemical. That make that them forget how makes them forget painful it the was. painful of childbirth. Yeah. So it's, like it's, it's crazy. Because I don't take that many pictures or videos anymore. Um, it was, I went to Austin City Limits Music Festival um, like 2010 uh and i was at a concert and like i took a video um and i was just you know later i was like well this wasn't what the concert was like you can't hear how good the bass was on my like little little camera uh and then i think it was that same year that there was a dance battle uh in like a, a tiny dance studio and it was just like packed with people they had this you know tent uh it was probably like a 12 foot by 12 foot square taped out and and it was standing room only. We were probably violating some fire code um, just because like people were all seated right up next to it. And it, they had a uh, like a single eight person bracket of like dance battling. And it was like one of the most electrifying experiences I've had. I was not competing, but Mm. just like being in that room with all these people who were so excited and you know, like somebody breaks out a flip at some point and everyone goes crazy. And it's funny because like, you know, like you take a video of that and you're like, I've seen, you know, hundreds of YouTube videos of people doing flips or something. And it's just, and like, and again, like trying to show somebody that video and and being like, oh yeah, I guess that's cool. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. Like the feelings I felt when I was there, incredible. Yeah. And like since then, I've been like, instead of worrying about taking pictures and videos of these things, you know, it sounds cliche, but like being like that, oh, I'm just gonna experience them. 
I've talked to somebody who said who takes a bunch of pictures and like I always see him on Facebook and I asked why and they're like I feel like if I don't take a picture it didn't happen and I'm like that's the saddest thing it's very sad that's the saddest thing I've ever heard it's like whenever these things happen whenever these mm-hmm. grand experiences happen in your life the only way to accurately the only chance it's not even it's not even guaranteed the only chance of you actually having a chance to share that experience with another person is through art and storytelling that's the only thing we got yeah. the only thing we got to actually communicate the human experience otherwise it's just like it felt good when my son was born <laughs> it's like all right well you want to see this video of him being born ah, 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 no there's just nothing nothing else we got here. something about you all right all right gather around gather around time for Uncle T to tell a story. I know you've heard stories before of knights and dragons, but I thought I'd tell you a different story about a little boy coming out of Clear Lake, no fake. Only thing he wanted was a milkshake. Man, he's chilling with his mama and daddy. His brother's there too. Oh, he don't need nobody else, no other dudes. Growing up in Leak City at Clear Creek, I'm walking across the campus. Uh, yeah, from class to class, need to get back from tennis. I'm changing my shirt as I walk. Uh, damn this type of thing that I've got going on. Need to go from one place to the other, staying strong. But you know that there's peer pressure and all that anxiety from high school. When would do that man his eyes these? Man, there was this girl, her name was Rachel I had a huge crush, second grade, that was no bull We went and got into a fucking swimming pool Saw her with a little bikini and I was like, oh shit Uh, in middle school and high school I was in the club of robotics, huh? Man, I maybe wasn't the coolest But you know I found something about it That I found a little hypnotic Like putting these pieces together Making them do what you want Feel like you got control over yourself And whatever these things are coming up Uh, man Cause we're just making those moves Feeling like the wheels are turning You know how it does Oh, ninth grade There was this girl, Lindsay Oh yeah, she was Got my head, got in me Oh, I thought we was together Thought she was winning But she ain't like me Cause my skin be black See, damn Whoa, that's a little rough I mean, maybe understatement of the year Huh, uh Man in seventh grade Had a crush on Genevieve Yeah, never told her Uh, until years later Know what I mean I'm running, running, running through NYC. It's like 12th grade, you see me. Oh yeah, go, I think I'm gonna be on TV from here. Uh, yeah, every summer taking a trip to see my grandparents and we're driving like for days. Yeah, staying in that best western in New Orleans. Yeah, and then we just stay and I feel like I was looking through the bars or the windows and how it is. Uh, yeah, going for hours on the road. This business of just drinking that Gatorade to replenish myself. Uh, feel like every move we make helps ourselves. Man, I was rapping and chilling with my cousin, man. That dude is dope, man. He really loving. Oh, we sipping beers. I was yay too young. But man, we would get drunk, having way too much fun. Remember being a kid and all you wanted was more st- stickers on your conduct strip or where the clothespin with your name on it moved? Huh, man, cause that was how it is. I remember getting in trouble by my principal. Cause I made some Catholic bullshit I tried to make it funny But she said that wasn't cool uh, In second grade I was making my way Through the math book ahead of the class Yeah, without taking a second look Uh, Yeah, but I still went the way they did Maybe I should've made some moves To get ahead, but I was a kid What would I do? Say, excuse me, can I just go through To the next grade? Huh, man, you're just a kid, you can't say that Man, feel like look, we're just looking back 17 world jamboree boy scouts nigga i was only 17 i had the whole world on my shoulders man is this what likes to get a little older it was stressful they was hating all the adults they was making my life hell and i could tell that they didn't like me maybe it was because of my skin but then again i gave it all just right back to them i didn't want it oh and that's it this is oh is that it Hey, that's just some stories from us. Yeah. If you got some stories, send them to offthedomeatx at gmail.com. Or just comments for us or uh, anything at all. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, rate and review on iTunes. 
Mike is on Facebook. Yeah, that's about it, right? Run the Fools on Facebook? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This has been Off the, the Dome. Dome Story Time. <laughs>